We make the class an entirely different experience. If somebody has been used to taking a certain instructor's class, then they're used to a certain way of that instructor teaching. And teaching with a DJ is just an entirely different experience. So we either set the room up very differently than it would be set up normally, either putting balloons in or putting putting the bikes in a different different way the room would be normally set up, or pull the bikes out of the room and put them on our basketball court because we've got access to that. Just making it an entirely different experience so they're not having the expectation that it is going to be their typical ride. Hi, this is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I'm John McGowan. If you have something clever, interesting that you'd like to share with me, or you just have a question that you would like somebody to research and answer for you, john at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. I teach in a lifetime fitness facility in uh, just on the west suburbs of Minneapolis, and I teach in the same studio as the CEO of Lifetime Fitness, Baraha Makrati, and he brings in a DJ when he's teaching classes Tuesday nights in the winter. And they're fabulous classes, and I, and I do have to admit I'm a little bit jealous. I know that there is a, a lot of interest, especially with the private studios out um, that are popping up everywhere. You know, what would it be like to bring a DJ in? And so I throw up a post on Facebook, are you teaching with a DJ and got a response from a gentleman named Timothy Brum. And he actually teaches for a lifetime fitness in Boca Raton, Florida. And Tim is joining me now. Hello, Tim. How you doing, John? I'm well. And I so appreciate you uh, reaching back to me and saying, Hey, yeah, I teach with a DJ occasionally, but first, you know, give everybody an understanding of who you are, uh, how long you've been teaching, you know, a little bio. I have been teaching cycle for 10 years, seven years at Lifetime Fitness, three years at a facility before that, and I've actually been a trainer, a personal trainer, and uh, run two different departments for about 20 years. So I've been in the fitness industry for 20 years now. Is fitness your full-time occupation? Yeah, I've been uh, been a career personal trainer. Um, the first The first couple of months, I was a trainer. I was also... Flashing as uh, as you know, I had another another career I was doing, but really fitness has been my passion. So um, so I've continued with it and done really well. Sounds that way, right? In Boca Raton, it sounds very exotic. Yeah, I like to teach there. It's it's a very entertaining place to teach. Uh, we got a big mix of people. You know, you've got college kids, you've got uh, retirees, you've got athletes. Um, you've got a big, diverse population over here. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a little bit unpredictable at times, but that makes it interesting. So. We're experiencing what I call our three weeks of summer. And so our class numbers are down. Do you see seasonal changes there in Florida? I don't see changes in my weekend classes. My weekend classes have actually been packed um, It's during the week. And for me, it's more because of the time that I teach, because a lot of, we have a lot of housewives and a lot of, you know, 
quote unquote soccer moms. And their schedules just change in the summertime, so uh, the camp drop-off is a little bit different than the regular school drop-off. So, yeah, there's a little bit of drop in the numbers, but it's not that significant. So I've been pretty lucky. You know, that was an interesting point you just made that I had never considered, that a lot of those mid-morning participants to what I've always called the housewife classes, their schedules change in the summer. And I'm curious if you're a studio owner or manager listening to this, did you change your uh, class schedule potentially, you know, to accommodate those camp drop-off or practice, soccer practice drop-off? Very interesting. We'll have to pursue that at another date. How was it that you came to um, start teaching some classes uh, with the assistance of a DJ? We've had access to three or four different DJs since uh, I've been working at Lifetime Fitness over here. And it's always a special event. It's one of those things we don't do it very often. But when we do do it, we will announce it at least a month beforehand, keep people posted about it, and make it a special event. We've actually, when we've done it, we pulled it onto the basketball court because we've got a big club. So we put it in a different room. So it becomes an entirely different experience for the members. It does make it a special occasion. and We've done a couple of times where we've had it for two hours. So we'll have a few different instructors teaching at the same time. And then a couple of times we've just done it as uh, just one hour. But it is, again, always a special event. And we hype it up as such so that uh, people enjoy it. And they don't have the same expectations that they would for their regularly scheduled class time. It's a different experience. What do you mean by that, same expectations? We make the class an entirely different experience. If somebody has been used to taking a certain instructor's class, then they're used to a certain way of that instructor teaching. And teaching with a DJ is just an entirely different experience. So we either set the room up very differently then it would be set up normally, either putting balloons in or putting putting the bikes in a different different way the room would be normally set up or pull the bikes out of the room and put them on our basketball court because we've got access to that. Just making it an entirely different experience so they're not having the expectation that it is going to be their typical ride. Do you initiate the class or does your department head or general manager, who who's who's leading the charge? If I want to come up with a special format, it sometimes I've led, uh, I've led it or I've initiated it. But sometimes it's our it's our general manager that goes, "Hey, let's let's do a DJ thing, you know, for this month coming up, or let's have a special event, and and we collaborate on what we want to do." Do they plan other events or activities around this class? You know, maybe a social afterwards or something? We've done it in conjunction with uh, one time we had a whole fitness weekend. So in on our basketball court at the same time, while this was being taught, we had other trainers that were actually leading, you know, 15-minute demos in this particular thing, like a kettlebell demo, a... Um, a core training demo, things that were going on in the background. So he made it like a fitness festival. And the, the DJ class was, was a part of that whole festival atmosphere. So um, it, it had a lot of things going on with it. Uh, we've done it in conjunction with having a Zumba class one hour and then a spin class another hour. So we've done it in combination with a lot of different things. And I imagine that this is more of an outreach marketing. 
Yeah, yeah. You're bringing in you're bringing in non-members, trying to get them excited about the club. Yeah, and also having members bring in other people. I mean, we've we've definitely gotten people from outside. We've had trainers that have done, um, you know, gotten gotten bikes from around, or instructors that have gotten bikes from around other clubs. So we could have 150 bikes out on the basketball court. And that's been, we've done that successfully. So, um, so we've done a lot of different things. Me personally, I've even, I've even done one class with a live rock band. So a lot of different things. <laughs> that sounds exciting. Well, I'm going to get to the logistics or the, or how do you actually teach to this, but I'm, I'd still like to go through the, you know, the setup on the, on this to begin with. Um, who pays for the DJ? The DJ will be paid out of the group fitness budget. All right. So obviously you have to have the buy-in from your group fitness department head to right, do that. Right. Okay. Is there a potential, do you think, to, to find a DJ that may come in as a promotion for themselves? Of course, because it, depending on what type of DJ you've got, because again, we do have a lot of local business owners that are coming into the club, owners of restaurants, owners of clubs, you know, just people in general that may want to find a DJ who will work a party or a function or an event because that it becomes a good way for DJ to promote themselves. So it can really work together. So I could see how somebody would come in and do it, do it just, you know, for promotional purposes and not even charge a facility for doing it. Awesome. Well, cause you know, and as you say that I'm, you know, I'm the marketing guy. And so I'm thinking that, okay, so I'm going to volunteer as a DJ to teach at this beautiful lifetime fitness facility. And I'm going to invite all my prospects that I know that, Hey, come and watch me and you can be part of this class and you can take part of the festivities. Obviously that doesn't hurt the club, you know, to have business owners coming in as well. It sounds like just a neat deal on both sides. How long in advance do you kind of pre-plan these, Tim? Well, I mean, we may plan it two months in advance, but it started as far as promoting it because we are using a lot of different things. We're using Facebook, we're using um, emails that Lifetime Fitness itself sends out. We may send one out a month prior, but most people, they may forget. So, uh, so really start blasting it a week beforehand and then making sure that three to four days beforehand, we have a lot of signage around the club for the people that are coming in every day. And again, doing doing an email blast. The head of group fitness is great about doing stuff like that and just keeping very aware because, you know, if you send out something three or four times within the space of a week, people will remember it. It's just that repetition so that people see things over and over. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember there was going to be an event. Oh, exactly. Yeah. They say somebody has to see something like seven or 12 times before they it just kind of sinks in oh that's right i'm going to do that how do you decide what day and what time for this class prime time is a good time to have it because you do want to have a lot of people there for an event like this because you want to have people talking about it so a time that's easily accessible to a lot of people weekends weekend mornings are, are great times for that i guess it would depend on the area that you live in and what's prime time in your club. In our particular club, we're busier in the morning than we are at night. So mornings are a better time for us to do it. Gotcha. So the, so the idea that it's, uh, it, this is only an evening event, it, it, it 
that that isn't true. No, no, not at all, not at all. I think uh, I think you know if we if we wanted to get people in at another time, but I, I think the the easiest time for us has been in the morning. What communication do you have with the DJ in advance of the class? That's been a little bit different each time I've done it. What I found has been most successful is um, I actually had a DJ who gave me two different CDs. We started this a month beforehand, and I sent him some some songs that that I thought were great, and and he he sent me back some songs he thought were good, Um, and he sent me a CD with the mix. And I went, oh, that sounds really great. I like this song. I, yeah, I don't care for this one that much, or I'm just not feeling it because it really helps if I feel the music as I'm, as I'm writing it. Um, and then he sent me two weeks later, he sent me another CD, and we just had the understanding that the songs may not be in the exact order, but knowing that, hey, this is the time that I'd like to do the warm-up. So this is how we'd like to build it up. And this is the time that I'd like to do the cool down. And from there, you know, the DJ may change it around a little bit, and that's fine. So it becomes uh, an improvisation. Yeah, and I like that element. I mean, part of my background was I was a bike messenger in New York City for a year and a half when I was 19 years old. And uh, with that you're riding in traffic, you're always having a different experience because traffic is unpredictable and you've got to think on the fly so that you don't get hit by a car. Um, so it's, it's kind of like I've looked at it in that way as I have an idea of what I want to do, but I like that element of change and that element of, uh, of the unknown while teaching this experience because making it all work is so great and so rewarding that it carries over and people can see it. The members can see it, so they have a really good time with it. And it's different than the usual ride that I'm putting on. And that's what makes it a special event. Completely. And yet I can hear people hearing this thinking, oh my gosh, that would scare me to death. Um, is it scary a little bit or or is there, do you have a little anxiety? Are you going to be able to pull this off when you get started? Yeah, but that's that's... One of the great parts about it um, is is that adventure and it's all coming together and it's all working. I have never had it not work out. It's a lot of fun and and the idea is that it should be a different experience. So if you if you understand if you understand music, I mean really understanding your music helps. And knowing the nature of music and, and how you have a rise and fall within songs, it makes it it makes it easier. Uh, it, but it's also so much fun. It's just that element of the unknown that that is really exciting. And again, for some people, that, that may be the exact opposite. <laughs> so okay, but you yeah. but you're you're telling me you've heard the playlist. Maybe not in the correct order, but you've heard all the songs that the DJ's going to use? I've had times where a DJ's put in something that I haven't heard before, and I'm like, okay, never heard this song before. I have a sixth sense of what music does, and after you, if you've been listening to music for, for a long time, and dance music, and even hip-hop, it tends to have, it has a rhythm to it where you can kind of tell when things are going to happen. So just knowing that, it, it definitely does help, 
rock music, maybe a little bit more unpredictable, but that's not typically what DJs are going to use in this in this experience. They may, but uh, but in the past, the the music that we've used for these classes tends to be more dance oriented, hip hop oriented. When you're communicating with the DJ, are you giving him you know uh, tempo beats per minute? Uh, ranges that you want uh, uh, because typically dance music is all in that 130 beats per minute which makes for a nice climb but little else um, you know how do you or do you even bother um, with that I basically keep it simple it's um, you know if the, if the DJ likes to throw in hip hop or if we're going hip hop I mean hip hop will tend to be more climbing um, but the cadence even I tend to like, you know, I'm not really not going beyond uh, 120 on the RPM, but I tend to like to keep things, you know, if it's dance music, I personally am going to keep things more along 85 to 100 RPM and work the resistance from there so that I have the capability of taking really any track and turning it into a flat, a climb, you know, that that actually gives a lot more possibilities because slower music does need to need to be a climbing song. So it, it lends itself to being stuck in a certain in a certain thing that you're going to do in class. So I find with the with a higher BPM, a BPM of, of 120 and above, I have a lot of possibilities with those songs. And are you asking your DJ to make tempo changes uh, during the class? Are you asking them to be a little faster, a little slower? Yeah, and and you know, like I tend to like to ride in sections of okay, we're gonna for the next ten fifteen minutes, we're gonna do a gradual uphill, and I'll talk to the DJ and I'll go, hey, every third song, let's let's throw in something that's got a little bit slower RPM and has a bit heavier on the pace, or I should say, a bit heavier on the bass. And when you say, when you're talking to the DJ, is this in advance of the class or just while you're doing the class? In advance of the class. Sometimes there's some communication with the DJ during it. That, that one really depends on the DJ. And if the DJ's got a mic, uh, I, you know, I tend to, I tend to like to just have the mic while I'm teaching. So that, that's really individual. Got it. Okay. And so you can set this up, <laughs> obviously, however you're comfortable. Like every DJ has a different personality and every instructor has a different personality. So that really depends on how it works together. I did have one DJ where I gave him the entire playlist and he played everything in the exact order that I wanted. And it, it kind of made it like for me, like I was just teaching a regular class with, with another person providing the music. I personally like that element of the unknown, and again, it's giving it's giving the members a very different experience than I would normally teach, and I think that's part of it. Exactly, because you both have different perspectives, um, and I think as instructors, we tend to, you know, our perspective is, well, I know what I'm going to be doing now, and I know what I'm going to be doing next, where the DJ, he's watching what's happening, and he's kind of changing on the fly, isn't he? Yeah, and I i mean, when I make a class, I know exactly what the playlist is going to be. I know what the music is going to do. 
So I have the ride all set up and I do that. I do that every week. I do that every class. You know, I, I change my playlist every week, but I always know where the ride's going to go. And when I've ridden outside, especially I've done a lot of mountain biking, if I'm going to a new place, I don't always know what the terrain is before I'm going there. And for outdoor cyclists that are trying to provide that experience, when somebody, you're taking people on different rides all the time and having that element of the unknown is huge. I think it's great and it adds to the adventure. Oh, as an outdoor cyclist, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing worse than living in the same place and riding the same roads for 20 years. <laughs> you're just like, let me take me somewhere else. And uh, yeah, it, it, it just becomes much more of an experience. All right. So I, I always like to ask the negative question, Tim, what, what could or has gone wrong uh, with the DJ? Technical difficulties. I haven't had it happen yet, though. Um, but I, I mean, I could imagine technical difficulties would happen or something happens with the DJ system. I haven't had it happen yet. But, I mean, I actually was a club DJ. and Oh, so you have experience as a DJ. Yeah, and I've had experience as a club DJ. And I've blown out an amp in front of a whole club. Here's the difference with, with, you know, if you're a cycling instructor, even if the music stops, you should be able to teach the class. Even if the microphone goes, you should be able to teach the class. If your iPod doesn't work, if, if you should be able to teach the class, mm -hmm. there's always Agreed. something that you can do. So, so that, you know, but, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Or the DJ shows up late. I mean, that. but these are all things that could happen in any class. You're improvising. Did, did you ever um, zig when you should have zagged? I would love to be able to tell you a story where something, where something really bad happened. But I haven't had a bad experience yet. I've been, I've been, we've been very, very lucky. So um, it's that... You know, and also, again, like providing a different atmosphere than the people are usually used to. They're not, they're not expecting the same experience. Yeah, everybody's expectations are different. So there's, you don't have to worry about everything being perfect because it's, it's not going to be. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had the DJ play something. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. And I just, I just hit him with a hard song. And that sounds like that's going to be another hard song. And I'll go, guess what? We're still going up. It's a new terrain. We've never done it before. So, so and that's happened. And it just caused people to work a little bit harder than, than they might have normally. Because I was telling somebody, we're going to climb for the next 10 minutes. Might not necessarily work in a DJ class. Is there anything else that you could, could uh, or feel that you could add that would... Uh benefit everybody creating special events gives a buzz and if you're looking to kickstart something or if you're looking to expose some new instructors this would be a great way to do it because to have multiple instructors teach for 15 minutes at a time that would be a real good way of auditioning somebody new without having to make them do an entire one-hour class 
Um, it's a great way to expose people, great way to expose the club. It's a great way to outreach to other businesses. So I think this is a win-win situation for everybody. Well, awesome. Tim Brum, uh, I appreciate this. And um, hopefully we've inspired a few uh, clubs, studios, or instructors to uh, look into bringing a DJ in for a class. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad I got the opportunity to do this. Thanks for listening to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast, the voice of indoor cycling. You can find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com and we're in the iTunes Music Store. Search Indoor Cycling and subscribe to our free podcast. Now, if you're like most instructors, you're struggling with finding the time to create the perfect class profile and the music playlist to go with it. If that sounds like you, consider a premium subscription to ICI Pro. We've done all the work for you. Inside ICI Pro, you'll find the largest collection of comprehensive class profiles for teaching conventional classes, classes featuring heart rate, and also power. Contributed by the most diverse collection of master trainers and rock star instructors on the planet. Every profile includes a complete music playlist we guarantee your class will enjoy. Combine ICI Pro with Spotify and you could be ready to teach an awesome class in minutes. Visit IndoorCycleInstructor.com forward slash pro and start your no-risk trial subscription today.